<laughs> what's good people welcome to the tripod um another episode back again it's gonna be sick i've got a very very special guest in the building live in the flesh her name is tommy funny funny story about tommy me and tommy actually share the same birthday which is apparently one of the weirdest things yeah not just it? the same birthday like we were born on the exact same day we we're born on the exact same day which same some people find really weird but thankfully i know about three other people around the whole world who mm. i share the same birthday and the same year with mm. but for tommy it's a brand new thing it's it's new it's new i was saying that we should form a group chat okay with all okay, of us okay, okay tommy uh, i was saying that like <laughs> we should have like a like a whatsapp group chat and we'll we'll meet once once a year once a year and then kind of just figure out where we're going with our lives <sighs> to be a, like that would be a good idea However, I'm not on it. All right, cool. Let me just let me just say that now on record. Like, if you guys form a group chat, that's good. But April 18th, April 18th, babies. Actually, that's a very very funny um, line. If you're listening to this pod, can you tweet me with if you have a shared birthday with anyone in the world? Yeah, let me know because I want to know if this is like a like a me thing because a lot of my other friends don't have this. Yeah, like Um, literally, I don't I don't know anyone else. So I'm the only person that you know. Yeah. That is mad. I mean, I know someone else that's April 18th, but not the same year as me. And I think there was a day when we spoke about the times that we were born as well. And it's it's not actually that far apart yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if we were twins. You know, this would make a great Nollywood movie. <laughs> if we were twins. Yeah, no, it would. It and would then we were mad. separate. Because you were born in Nigeria as well. Were you born in Nigeria? I was born in Nigeria. No way. So do you see, like, we could... We could be twins separated. Do you watch? Birth. Wait, do you watch enough? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like. And then we and then we discover each other. This is it's always them ones you discover each it's other. It's them ones. And then you're like, oh. why were you separated at birth? Exactly. <laughs> nah. Do you know what? With Nollywood films, like, what trips me up was, is on YouTube. They don't actually name them. They just put the. the that's the, the best the scenario. <laughs> Two twins that were separated at bets now met up years later in London. <laughs> in London. And, and it's now like, what? Okay, what's the title? That's not. That is the title. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Yo, you get. You get what you. You get what you're. You get what you get. You know. Do you Do you have iRocking or do you have Netflix? I have Netflix. There was a time in my life where I did have iRocking, but I feel like. Was it worth it? No, it wasn't. No. But. It could be if they sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Big shout out to Arokin guys. You guys are the best. Um, quick, uh, quick sponsor, obviously the tribe team. Um, but I have, um, ne- I feel like Netflix is too late. That's my problem. Yeah. Like showing like the bigger. Precisely. Movies. Yeah, like, definitely. It just comes out like comes months, out. months, months later. But um, Arokin, I remember, I think there's this on, is this Sky? There is iRocking, I believe, on Sky yeah, now. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they that show like some real low budget th- stuff. That, that was like when you go hairdressers. That's that's what you yeah. watch. Oh, like, the yeah. aunties, the aunties. You're unlocking a memory right now. You are <laughs> unlocking a different nana. Nah, nah, that's cool. But thanks for coming on the pod. Nah. Um. Obviously, like off camera, off microphones, and everything. Um. You're a very, 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 very good friend to me, yeah. and um. I, I I don't know if it's a twin thing. I don't know. It might be. It might be. Because the energies are always matching, which is a blessing. But you're also a woman who's full of wisdom. And I thought, no better way to get all this wisdom out than to invite you on the pod. So first of all, thanks for coming on. Thank you. It's an absolute player. Um, I just wanted to... <laughs> I wanted to talk about... 
um, adulting because obviously we've celebrated our birthdays recently, our 27th. Mm. Now, <laughs> now everyone knows. Oh, uh, yeah? Okay. Well, I mean, we celebrated our birthday recently. You know? Um, was that a secret? No, no, it okay. wasn't. Do you know, what, what is this thing, by the way, about not asking a woman her age? Like, what's that about? I think, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily have it. Oh, like, you don't. You I don't. don't I don't really. I don't really okay. mind. I feel like um, it might be because I look younger and mm. I get ID'd a lot, so I don't necessarily actually. Do. You say I would have said twenty two max yeah. tops. Yeah, tops. I always, I always get ID'd for stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So f- for that reason, I actually don't mind. But what do you think the reason is? Do you think do women actually get offended, or is it just a thing where it's just like, okay, don't ask me my age? I don't. I, I don't actually know. I've never really experienced it mm. i typically have to tell people you know i'm older yeah so it's um, calm for you yeah it's interesting because <coughs> like my, my big sister would just be like okay rude so how do you um rude it's like okay esther are you gonna are you gonna tell this guy you can tell this guy your age so he can know what to do with that information it but might it might be when guys that you don't like approach you that might that might be a that, might, that could be it that yeah. could be it that could be it but um we're growing older Getting wiser, I believe. Yeah. Um, getting more and more independent, <laughs> and yeah. that comes with its own uh, pressure. Mm. And you've just you've moved out, you know, yeah. of your your parents' house. So how's that been recently? I've been loving it. Loving it. Loving it. Tell me three things you've loved about. <laughs> Number one, when I put food in the fridge. <laughs> oh god! When I put food in the fridge, I come back and I find it. Is there? When you put super malt in the fridge, mm. you know nothing will touch that super malt. Mm. You know. I hear it. That hit. That hit enough. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. I think. I think, it helps with, with accountability as well because it means I have to be more intentional about my friendships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I have to be more intentional about reaching out to people. Yeah. Because if I don't, um. <coughs> if I don't, I yeah. find that um what sometimes will happen is I'll go like a week without talking to anyone. So I have to be very, very intentional. Yeah. But for an introvert, it's, That's it's not beautiful. Good. It's bliss. Oh, you like it? I do. I do. Are you, what What part of the scale are you on? I'm literally bang in the middle. So you're ambivert. Yeah. So you you, you have I, extrovert tendencies. I, and introverts. And it's so, what is so interesting about it is because when I do my 16 personality thing, right, mm-hmm. I'm oh, always wow. either 55% extrovert or 55% introvert depending on what's happening in my life at that time right interesting so interesting always bang in the middle so I'm always regardless come rain come shine <laughs> in and out of season <laughs> whether before Christ or after Christ I am introvert to the core yeah and it's so weird because doing music and going on tour and you meet people who love and support your music it almost feels like I borrow a different Samuel yeah. for the moment and I'm like, how are you? How's this? And obviously I've become worship pastor at church. Mm. And that is very pastoral. And you really need to be in people's lives and people's faces. Hey, how was your cousin's sister's auntie's second nephew's wedding that you went to five weeks ago? Yeah. And it's brought me out of my shell a yeah, bit. Okay. But I've realized that I've needed way more time by myself. Do you have the thing where like you just, you could be in a moment mm. and then your introversion just takes over and you just shut down yes yes because that happens to me a lot yeah and it's not even being rude it's Mm -hmm. just i could genuinely be going Mm -hmm. and talking to someone and then it just just hits it just the battery runs out it's finished and And there's nothing you can do there's nothing i can do there's nothing you can do so 
people will find me sometimes just sitting in like a corner by myself mm. and i just i just need that even if it's five minutes i just need that time to get myself back I mean, my own is when the battery has finished everybody <laughs> everybody just go home thanks when for your coming. battery finishes when you're on tour that's the worst one guys the show is over <laughs> battery is finished do you know what it is? My manager knows this for a fact. Every time, after every concert, he gives me like 15 minutes to myself. No, oh, that's Just sweet. at the back. Okay, nobody go in. No, like even my band, just like, okay. Because it's going to be a mad hour, you know, meeting people, saying thank you yeah. for coming, taking pictures, taking photos. And I love doing those things, but it doesn't come naturally to, you know, there are people who are natural born performers who mm. are just like, they love the limelight. They love the cameras. They love people walking up to them saying, Hey, I love your music. Sometimes I walk in in West London and someone comes up to me and I'm scared. I'm like, hi. Samuel. Yeah, they're like, the oh, call no. out. Yeah, call out. Like, I forget that I'm the one that calls you Samuel. Call out music. And I'm like, hi. They're like, oh my gosh, I love your music. And I have to remember that, oh, right, I make music. Yeah. That's why like, I genuinely forget because I live such an introverted life. Mm. Everything I do is myself or my family. Yeah nothing else outside that in terms of regular communication with people but it's interesting because you, you touched on like friendships and like mm. adjusting to that and which is what i actually wanted to major on today okay. um which is friendships so i'm gonna do it by asking a bunch of questions at you okay um cool. so i guess the first thing is might be an obvious answer but how important it, is it for a believer to have like-minded friends and by like-minded i mean Fellow believers, like Holy Ghost chasing, Holy mm. Ghost believing, Bible believing, um, Sunday serving, yeah. like dedicated friends. How important is that? I think I think that's life, to be honest. Like you need it. Um, I think that I, I actually went for a long time without that, right? Mm. Just doing my thing, being a Christian, being a Christian in my room yeah. and reading my Bible and stuff like that. Just going to church on a Sunday, coming back and stuff like that. Yeah. But... Um, it's not the same as going through something and being able to call someone mm. who can actually speak into it and speak to what you're going through in that moment, right? Mm. Mm. Now, I don't even want to go to the spiritual side of, you know, someone is like, I feel like this is what they're <laughs> saying to you in this season. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If, if those are your friends, that's great. <laughs> yeah. But I think sometimes I, I need people that are going to be like, what are you doing? Mm. You know you shouldn't be doing that. You know Who you should be... Who can pattern you up? Listen. Oh, wow. Okay. Listen. Let's I get, I get patterned right. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> on a regular. Yeah. Because it's not just about having friendships. For me, it's about having friends that can check you. There's really mm. no point of friendship if all we're doing is brunch and lunch. Mm. But actually... I'm for the gram. You know? Whoa. <laughs> no shade. Uh, no, no. I'm serious. But no, for real. Yeah. Like, it's facts. Um, but they, they don't actually talk to you. They don't actually know what's going on in your life. Fact, so yeah. I have become really, really, really big on accountability. If I've done something, mm. I am on the phone the next second to be like, this is, what I, this is what I've done. Oh, wow. Because I've learned over the course of my life, 27 years, as you've revealed, <laughs> um, <laughs> secrets are the worst things that you can have. You oh, know wow. when you're in secondary school, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. It's always cool because when you have a best friend, you're like, oh, have a secret and it's so cute right uh -huh. um or you'd be like i have a secret but i've written it in my journal i don't mm. know this stuff maybe doesn't apply to guys but uh, me yeah i, I'm like, I can't relate but, yeah. <laughs> I was like, i've written it in my journal and then i, I had this um, best friend in secondary school i'll 
write something in my journal and then I'll write it to her as well mm-hmm. and I'll give it to her and it was this cute re- little relationship mm-hmm. that we had mm-hmm. but now growing up you get to uni times mm-hmm. and you start to do things that you're not sure whether somebody else should be hearing yeah right of course and then you get into the this habit of secrets where you're just doing things constantly and mm-hmm. you're kind of hiding it and you're kind of trying to pray about it mm-hmm. but you're not really praying about it because you don't want to be convicted too much because yeah. you enjoy the sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want to be convicted enough to be able to go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Facts, like you want to live in that, that middle ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the biggest thing for me around that time was one day I was praying about it, right? I was like, oh God, I'm so sorry I did this. <laughs> and God was like, go and tell this person. I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, cool. So I did and the person was like, okay, cool. I'm going to check in on you every week and make sure that you know you haven't done this thing or done Mm -hmm. that thing and Mm -hmm. stuff and that was the start of it because Mm -hmm. there's a scripture i think it's in hebrews that says confess to each other you know confess your sins to each other Mm -hmm. um, pray for one another pray for one another and stuff and it's it's deep because it means that you don't live in secrecy yeah Yeah. you don't live in a place where it's like nobody knows me you don't feel lonely because you don't feel known and you don't feel understood Mm -hmm. and a lot of us want to feel known and understood but we're not vulnerable so yeah how can someone know you yeah if you're not vulnerable so it's like that vulnerability um is clearly not a it's not just an easy thing to arrive at so if someone is listening to this going okay i've got amazing friends in my life thank the lord but how do i even start the process because you said you prayed about it and the lord was like okay if this is the way we want to go. <laughs> go tell this person type of thing. Yeah. What can people do to actively put things in place to make that easier for them to tell? Do do they need to start a culture of sharing with each other? Yeah. Maybe share the little things so that the bigger things get easier? Or is it just pray for boldness and just splurt it out to your friends? Like how? I, I don't think every friendship can handle that because you need to kind of know the nature of the friends that you have already. Mm. there's no point if me and you are just banter banter friends yeah i can't in the middle of banter just be like this is what i did (laughs) (laughs) it's just um (laughs) (laughs) i feel you um and as much as you know like me and you talk and Mm. we talk about quite deep things yes yes but it's because we've developed that over Mm -hmm. time right Mm -hmm. it'll be very weird if the very first day i met you i was like listen samuel Mm. this is this is everything yeah yeah we probably won't be friends now just be weird um so that that is built over time Mm. i think that look for people who are trustworthy that's what i always say the way to identify people who are trustworthy is look for people who don't gossip wow that's my biggest like okay okay (laughs) that's my biggest thing you know what that is so i'll let you finish no but that 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 is crazy i feel because that gossip thing is so subtle um because i've realized recently with some friendships that i have it's like they're not actively gossiping but they're letting stuff out yeah do you see what i'm trying to say yeah it's it's such an annoying thing actually because you've poured your heart out to to this person who's meant to be there for you and then this other brer who's kind of close to you, but not that close to you, is coming up to you saying stuff. And I'm like, and you go back to this person, how did this leak out? Oh, we were talking in conversation. Yeah, we- and it's just, it just came out. Mm. So I even find myself guilty of this. Yeah. Actually, when my, 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 my friends have told me something 
and I'm in another group when they're not there. Mm. And I'm just subtly, even though I'm not saying their names, I'm letting it out in a weird way. And I had to caution myself, like, look, this friendship thing is really like a David Jonathan kind of flex. Like, yeah. this is for life. Friendships are extremely serious business. Like, mm. if you're not ready for that wave, and if you're not ready to be vulnerable and accept someone else's vulnerability, then a deeper friendship is probably not for you. And it's actually okay if in the season of life you're in, you're not prepared for that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So in terms of what else can you say to people in t- terms of picking who um, they should be vulnerable with? So people who can't gossip, are there anything else that you've done? I, I think, I think the, the t- just to touch on the gossip one again, yes. I think that we are all prone to gossip. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. be honest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, ever so slightly, you want to gist, you want to say, oh, do you know, <laughs> did, you, did you hear what's happened? <laughs> you know, um, you know, we, we mm. all tend to do that. But I think that with, with some of my friends, yeah. I love, you know, I have a friend in particular who like, I'll be telling her something. And I remember, oh yeah, this literally happened last week. Me and her mm. were having a conversation. Mm. And I said to her, I was like, oh, I want to, I was like, oh, this person did this, da, 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 right? And she was like, wait, stop, right? And then she was like, I feel like what you're telling me might make the make me see that person differently. Wow. So I don't want to hear anymore. Wow, okay. And I was like... Wow, that's dope. Okay. That's really dope. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, I think it takes a lot of character to just not want to hear everything. So I think look for those people. Also, mm. what to look for in friendships. I think, honestly, look don't look for people that have similar personality and traits to you personally. This is a big thing for me. Mm. Look for people who are different to you ever so slightly who have different perspectives because I find that for a long time, I kind of had the same kind of friends. We all did the same thing. We watched the same things. We were into the same things. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. And you kind of just find out advising each other as each other, you know, because Mm. you all kind of have the same perspective. I've, certain friends who I'll go to and I'm like this and this and this and they're like yeah that doesn't make sense I don't know why you'd think that Mm. makes sense it Mm. doesn't and this Mm. is my perspective on it Mm -hmm. and it gives you two sides yeah of the coin it's quite interesting so yeah yeah that's really helpful I think I think it helps with obviously with boundaries male and female friendships I think we talk about this (laughs) well (laughs) we talk about this right boundaries 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 but sometimes you know there are times when I've come to you and I've been like of course Sam as a guy Mm -hmm. how does this make sense how does this compete this this guy is saying this it doesn't make sense Is this but like is this like a this guy's mad yeah. thing? Is this like a <laughs> this this immense thing? Um, but that helps yeah, because it's course. like it's like you're giving me perspective that mm. I don't have. Mm. Um, so you need people with other perspectives, and I think the yeah. last and final thing, obviously, you're speaking about them being a Christian, but I think in Christianity, I always think that you um, there's this thing um that when i did my you know when you first give your life to christ you go through the discipleship course yeah yeah on my discipleship course one of the things that they taught us was something called the crosser system crosser yeah okay so it's like a cross okay yeah at the top of it you have people who are like your mentors people Mm. who are more advanced in the faith than you Mm. people who are discipling you Mm. you know people that are pouring into you if you think of yourself as like the center of that cross right on the left side you have people that are challenging you right they're like what are you doing what is your life yeah right 
on the other side of that, the right side, you have people that are encouraging you. You're the best thing since ice cream. In fact, mm. there's no one better mm-hmm. than you, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the bottom of that, you have people that you are pouring into. Nice. And essentially with that, you have an entire system. You're kind nice. of surrounded with nice. people that you're pouring into, people that are pouring into you, people that are encouraging you, people that are challenging you. Yeah. So you're kind of fulfilled and at every corner. But it's a difficult thing. That's really beautiful, by the way. Yeah. I've never heard of that in my life. Really? <laughs> as you said it, I think I was taking a moment to look at my life and I'm like, wait, that that exists. Like, that's a thing, yeah. you know? Like, And maybe in some moments, I feel I need more people right now who challenge me mm. than people. I think maybe with the whole music thing with Called Out, you usually get people who affirm you and who think my greatest need is affirmation Mm. as opposed to challenging me so there are very few people in my life will be like bro you need to pattern the heck up because you're moving reckless and it's something that few people feel um i have a lot of mentors like tons and tons and tons Mm. and through what we do a lot of people would look up to you and say, oh, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you, mm. like, I, w- I would love to just come and sit. I hate that term, sit <laughs> under you. Sit under you. I just want to soak in, <laughs> soak in, just <laughs> soak. Like, yo, what, what are you soaking, bro? Like, <laughs> j- do you know what I mean? But I feel like the challenging aspect is so key. And I feel like sometimes as human beings, we can want so much from people and find different mentors yeah. and seek affirmation. And then want to pour into people without being challenged daily, Mm. which is where I feel maybe if you look at someone like, I don't know, a Carl Lentz, for example, um, who is a prime example, like to all of us ministers. um, And this is not in judgment, but in saying these are all examples throughout history of that system maybe being unbalanced and how we should definitely look for people to point it out to us and say, because um, I was talking to one of my friends, one of my good friends, who was like, with someone like Carl Lentz, for example, a very quick way to start to derail is if you don't have enough people challenging you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And th- the truth is, no matter where you're at, whether you're on, you know, the Carl Lentz level, or you're on called out level, whether mm, you're my mm, level, whatever mm. it is, whatever that looks like, you, we all have our temptations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That That is standard. Yeah. But who knows your temptation? Mm. right who Mm. are you telling your temptations to like this is i know there's certain things that i know that i can't be around yeah whether that's big (laughs) things or small things it could even be you know if i am trying to eat well i shouldn't be in kfc Mm. and i shouldn't be around kfc Mm. right Mm. so for example like when you're trying to work out and stuff like that you're trying to eat well you have people that you're messaging like hey i'm craving cookies today and yeah. they're like, you don't dare yeah. you know. Like we, we do that for so yeah. many things, yeah. right? When you're looking for a job, you're you might try to be um better accountable to make yeah. sure that, you know, there are people that are like, Have you applied today? Have you done this today? Whatever. And we don't do that enough for our Christian walk. Mm. Where like people don't actually know people just see, might just see you and think, Wow, this is an amazing person, an amazing worship leader or whatever yeah. you are. Yeah. But they don't actually know the depths of who you are and what you're struggling with. And that struggle mm. will keep being a secret mm. until you reveal it and you True. say, This is this is it. This is me. You know? This is me. But I again I said like a lot of us want to be known and a lot of us want to be understood, but yeah. we don't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. And those two things go hand in hand. Facts, facts, facts. Um, one of my good friend, um, Julian. Actually, there's a group of us, um, Julian Tash. 
um, another guy called Claude. Uh, mm. We call it shoulder checks. Hey. Where you pat each other on the back. Hey, what's what's going on? <laughs> like, you know, what what what's what's been going on? Yeah. Um, so we've sp- spoken about um, friends in the faith. I think there's one aspect that has always been on my heart because I've had so many of these scenarios, and this is being very good friends with an unbeliever. Hey. Which is so hard and so honestly, Tommy, if I tell you how many amazing friendships, like. I say amazing in hindsight. Yeah. In at the time. Wait, wait. Are we talking? I just want to differentiate here, just before we move yeah, on. Yeah. Okay. We're talking being friends, not dating, on because these no, are no, two no, different. No, no, no. That's all like like best friends, like besties, BFFs, okay, okay, forever. Okay, okay. Like, you know, one of my closest guys is an amazing human being. Mm. Love him to bits, but he's Muslim, right. or he's just an atheist, yeah. or he's just not interested. Um. Because I know there might be people on this, you know, listen to this mm. pod right now who are like, well, this person clearly adds value to my life. Yeah. You know, this person, the only thing this person doesn't do is believe my faith. Mm. How important it is it for you to, I'm not saying leave that friendship, but mm. because I always have this point of view of, you know, you attract what you are. Yeah. Um, so in many ways, if you're someone who's serious with your faith, over time you realize that you you require certain things from people to feed that faith. Mm. And naturally, it would cause a bit of a divide between... Uh, and I wonder yeah. what what I think sometimes is, shouldn't your life be offensive enough for someone who isn't mm. within that circle? The when I say offensive, yeah. yeah. When I say offensive, I'm not, I don't mean be rude to people. Or yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not saying yeah. just be beating people with bibles yeah. <laughs> what, I, what i am saying is that there's certain things that you stand for um that other people might just be like why do you stand for that yes you, but this is what i stand for um you know even down to little things like this is my like i feel like the way i will put it is this mm. if you're taking your faith seriously the people around you should know that well enough to know how they fit into it, if that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah. for example, now, let's say I said, you know, let's say me and you are best friends and, you know, um, you're not a believer. Yeah. I was like, listen, 9 p.m. from 9 till 10 every day is the time that I read my Bible, right? Yeah. Over time, I think what will happen in our friendship is, obviously, you're not going to call me from, from between yeah. that time, right? Uh-huh. And then other things are going to happen. So, over time, you are going to start seeing the ways that we're not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Even if we started off the same, yeah. right? My desires as a Christian will start to change. The mm. places we used to go that will have the best time of our lives. Mm. I don't feel comfortable in those spaces anymore. Mm. The conversations yeah. that we used to have about girls or yeah, boys yeah. or whatever, of course. When, like it doesn't hit the same way. Yeah. So it makes it difficult to just maintain that friendship. So it's either we're, we're having to constantly adjust mm. But here's the thing, I think that maybe it's possible that we're having friendships or we're not having deep enough friendships. And that's why you can just have someone around who doesn't really know you that well, mm. whether they're a Christian or not. And mm. it's just, it doesn't necessarily make a difference. Because if Christ is the core of your soul, wow. then wouldn't wouldn't it make sense that the yeah. people that are close to that yeah. are also yeah. of Christ? Of course, of course. So that's my thinking. Yeah. About uh, it. No, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. And thank you for not, I guess, 
saying the easy thing, um, which I've spoken to quite a few people and it's always been like, well, if they're good people, then it's okay. Um, but no one, but here's it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. No one is good. No one is good. Exactly. As, mu- as much as, um, I, I, I think I struggle with this, yeah. if I'm being honest, because I have family members. This is even friends. I have family members mm. who I love with all my heart and mm. they are so dear to me. And I have to constantly think about, man, like I'm scared for them to die because I'm not yeah. sure what the eternity will look like, right? Mm. And I have to position myself because now my job is no longer to be a big sister, little sister, to be a daughter or whatever, a cousin. My job in their lives is to try and point them to Christ. So the nature of our relationship has immediately changed Changed, because it's not just banter, banter, ha, 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 ha anymore. It's I need you to understand this because your soul depends on it. And I think that, you know, we don't, uh, there's something that um this is this is when we get into the talk yeah. there's something that um i believe it was um um what's this guy's name i'm forgetting his name but he said god um stamp eternity on my eyeballs essentially like i want to live with wow. eternity in mind constantly yeah. yeah it's so easy to get sucked into what we are now mm-hmm. and these moments mm-hmm. and there's so much fun so much fun but there's a perspective of either jesus is coming back or I'm going to have to die one day and give an account to God, yeah. right? And so would this person. And for me, sometimes I think how awful it would be for a family member or whatever to look at me and be like, me, I'm entering heaven, elegantly yeah. looking, you know, ever so sweet, <laughs> you know? And I don't, I don't, I mean, you have these pictures where it might not be true, but but seeing them go, going in the other direction yeah. and knowing that I could have done something about yeah. it, that would be heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um so I think some of these conversations, we can talk about people being good, but it's not about goodness because no one is good. It's, mm. do you know Jesus? Yeah. Is Jesus in your heart? Because that's the way. That's that's the important thing. Yeah. That's the important thing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes definitely felt like five. Yeah. I feel like that that was very insightful um, to myself and a lot of people listening. Um, and if you've been able to listen this far, and you have any more questions, please feel free to throw them my way. Um, if you have any concerns, and if you want to have a go at somebody, Tommy's Instagram's at <laughs> is <laughs> um, at Tommy Comforts. Okay, all right, let me just bait you out right now. <laughs> Don't worry, I don't mind. Like, side of ideas, let's talk about it. Um, yeah, so Tommy is incredible. So okay. you're on Instagram at Tommy Comfort. Tommy Comfort or Comforts. Comfort. You know the funny thing is what I've is changed that? it so many times, but I believe right, it right now it is comfort. No S. No S. So at Tommy Comfort. Uh feel free, yeah, you might want to check it <laughs> by the way. <laughs> because once this goes out, it's there forever. It's there like, forever. Obviously. Wait. No, it's comfort. So T-O-M-I-C-O-M-F-O-R-T. Yeah. Tommy Comfort. Um, she has a lot of wisdom, which you clearly would have heard. Um, which is actually a blessing. Um, but yeah. Hopefully we have you back for another episode. Yeah. This has been one of my favorites to record. I say that every week because genuinely, because when you said it, I thought I swear you said this to Faith Child. This is this is what happens. You see, this is how you get deceived. People will be like, "Oh no, this is my favorite one." No, wait, 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 hmm. wait. Samuel, how many other people are you telling this to? Do you know what? 
every episode genuinely is beautiful yeah and it gets better every single time and i feel like it's good having a bunch of episodes which are just so insightful and so very i mean there's some episodes where i just talk about what the weather is like and how hot it's been <laughs> but i mean for the most part of it i never wanted to lose this sort of insightful um topics yeah. which are very real life um, yeah. because i know a lot of people that i know have friends who are not in the faith or maybe they feel isolated especially post-pandemic like yeah. oh my God, coming God. back into the groove of things that was a tough time i don't want to take this past 30 minutes but that, that that was, was a season that was a really tough time yeah because i think for myself loneliness hit me because i'm like i said I, i'm like bang in the middle i'm yeah. an introvert but that hey loneliness it was tough. that was like being in your house and being stuck with your own thoughts and everything else and i think that was when i had to get serious about my friendships and wow. making sure that you know what i will at least call this person once a week or on this day i will speak to these friends yeah. because yeah. i need to i i realized i was going through weeks without talking to talking anyone to and then church was online so you only see people online and i think there was a day where i was like it's been like a month and i haven't had a hug and I'm not even wow. physical touch like that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. raw, like, you know. Yeah, nah, um, wow. And yeah, like community is, is so important. It's so big. Doing it's big. Christianity is so difficult. And I think we don't talk about it enough. Yeah, it's so hard enough as it is. It, it's really difficult. Please don't we need do it community. by yourself. Like talking about that hug thing, like I'm like physical touch to the max, like wrapped up, um, you know, by a hundred. So I, mm. I struggled. I, I remember the pandemic was probably one of the toughest times because i couldn't hold anybody you yeah. know i couldn't high five anybody i couldn't hug anyone i couldn't put my hand on anyone's shoulders like mm. that sort of communication was so um tough and i was just i had to settle on zoom yeah and that's it's not the same at all zoom um i don't know if you work for zoom if you listen to this pod right now you guys have done your thing. Uh, well done. Thank you very much for saving us over the pandemic. Oh wait, this even reminds me on, yeah. Faith, on the podcast with Faith Chance. Yes. you said something that offended me, and I feel eh? like I want to address it. Oh here. my goodness me! You said that people that like fried yam. <laughs> I'm you said people this. that like fried yam. Yes. you came for us. Yes, I let did. me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't had good fried yam, just say that. <laughs> It's not that. <laughs> if it, you haven't had good fried no, yam, Tommy, just say it that. It does not taste nice. What do you mean? There is nothing good about that. You fry that. it, you get the load, and then you sprinkle a little bit of salt on it. You sprinkle salt on fried yam. This, uh, that's why I said if you haven't had good fried yam. You spring, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. You that. sprinkle salt you on fried yam, and then me. you have it with what? You can have it with anything. If I go to a Ghanaian restaurant, I'm having it with shito. If I'm in a Nigerian household, I'm having it with egg, can I have it with different things, sauces. Stew, anything. Listen, you have that. When I was in Nigeria the last time, I even got one that was better. I got roasted yam. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank <laughs> you so much for. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a wrap. From, from when you said roasted yam, I knew. Okay, roasted this is this, this conversation is done. Roasted yam. It was amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, please tweet me if you've ever had roasted yam and tell me how much you had to scrub your tongue if, after if, okay. because it let doesn't me, bang. Let me. Talk for the me. people, for the people who live in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. If you live in Ekiti, around Ekiti area, around Accra area, <laughs> this is the place, yeah. right? If you're driving on that road from Ado Ekiti to Akure, and then you stop for roast yam, yeah. That's the one. Tweet, that's the one. Tweet, tweet, tweet Tommy Comfort. Tweet, tweet me, because <laughs> you're about it. 
Yo, family. <laughs> well, on that note, that's not how I wanted to end this episode because I hate yam, but it's all good. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you, Tommy, for being a part of this. Although the end nearly, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mad thing. But Jesus loves you. And to be honest, that's all that matters. That is. Regardless of your questionable taste of of. Are of you the one that likes rice and okra? For oh, eh? Is it rice and banana that you like? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Jesus loves you. To- <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Tripod. Um, Stay tuned for more episodes coming your way soon. God bless. Bye. (laughs) Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.